Hey, this is Ben from Recruiting Insight. Have you ever wanted to follow a high-performing recruiter or a hiring manager around and really see what they do to be successful on a day-in and day-out basis? Well, we've done that um, over the last 18 months, uh, and we boiled down three things that uh, recruiters and hiring managers do to be super successful at experienced agent recruiting. And we're going to share those in today's episode. So let's get started. So next we're going to look at uh, some of the things that I, uh, I've seen working uh, and our team has seen working both at Third Pool and at CoRecruit uh, in, uh, in other, uh, other companies and other places around the country. And then we'll uh, uh, go to some best practices around experience agent recruiting to help you be successful. So the, the, the biggest thing that I see working and I think is necessary in order to uh, address these challenges that we've just brought up is really to uh, know and be able to articulate the advantages of, of your model and what it is that you're selling, what it is that you're recruiting to. So as, um, as Caitlin mentioned in her story, uh, the number one problem she saw was that people would not, uh, could not really, would not really believe in what they were actually selling. So if you don't believe in what you're selling, part of the problem is you may not know what you're selling. You may not even know what it is that your, uh, your unique uh, you know, who, who it is that you're trying to recruit and why they would want to come to work, work with you. So, so, um, when I say that, it's one way to think about it is to kind of like define a niche or, or really focus on, uh, an area that you're better than your competitors. Now, again, we work with a lot of different companies across the country. We work with all different types of models. And I will tell you this in each metro area, uh, that we see, there is no company that does everything well. Uh, in fact, it's pretty diverse and there's usually a lot of different companies and uh, by nature, there's just a dividing up of, of niches around that and there's some people that do things better than others uh, in certain areas. Uh, nobody does everything well in every single area. So if you can start thinking of yourself in those terms, what do, what do I do better uh, uh, in my marketplace uh, compared to the competitors around me. Now, in a company as large as yours, uh, there is going to be no one-size-fits-all sort of approach here. I think each one of you as managers is going to have to ask yourself that question and really boil this down to uh, what is it that I do well uh, and then secondly, is there a hole uh, in the marketplace where that is not being done by another competitor? Uh, you have to kind of look at both issues because if you're doing something that really well and someone else is doing it really well, then of course you're going to run into that same problem of, of, of beating heads with them um, to get things done. So let me uh, let me give you a few examples. Sometimes examples really help uh, to do this. So let me give you a couple uh, uh, a couple sort of niches if you want to think of it that way that uh, that we've heard. You know, either our clients or others that are using out there. Um, and I, was, I just wrote a few of these down for you. Uh, you know, is your um, is your is your office the place that offers the highest splits? Probably not, <laughs> but I'm guarantee you there's somebody in your marketplace where that is actually what their their niche is. We're the place you can go and get the lowest split, or you can get 100%, or you can uh, uh, have the lowest amount of support and receive the highest amount of commission. That's a niche, not your niche, uh, but it is an actual niche. How about is your office the best place to start and grow a team? Probably not, uh, but I'll tell you is there's there's companies out where that is their niche, uh, and they're actually taking in teams and they're helping people grow in that way. So what could be some niches that would be possible for a, um, a split commission broker uh, like you? How about is uh, your office the best place to grow your business from ten to twenty transactions? 
Okay, uh, there are a lot of people who want to grow, who get up to about ten transactions, uh, uh, live a pretty hectic lifestyle, and really have no way to go to twenty transactions without killing themselves. Are you the type of a company? Are you the type of office that can actually take someone from ten to twenty and and uh, make it so they can still have a life for themselves? That would be a niche uh, that would be uh, viable in in almost any marketplace that's out there. Here's another one. Um, is your office the best place to go if you want to break away from a team and become independent? Okay. If you want to break away from a team, you're a buyer's agent on a team, you want to break away and be independent. How many of those people are out there? Lots. Okay. And there's lots of people who are sick of paying the team leader all the money uh, and they think they can do it on their own, but they really don't know how to step out on their own and do it. So again, that would be a niche that you could possibly fill and you could do, you could make this part of your uh who you're after, uh, and then of course your value proposition that to, that goes with that. So as you do this, it's important that you start to narrow your focus. And this is the mistake that a lot of uh, companies make, a lot of uh, hiring managers make, is they keep things too broad. Uh, and by keeping things too broad, uh, they really end up not helping anyone uh, because it comes across to the candidate as kind of a milk toast sort of uh, perspective. So the ones what we see working are the companies that are, are have the courage really to narrow their focus and be good at one thing. So uh, so I would like to uh, to leave that with you or make get some thoughts going in your head about how you can do less and not more, particularly when it comes to recruiting and the messaging that you have recruiting. It's also easier to believe in something that's very narrow uh, than it is than it is wider, and that's a, that's key to uh, to believing in what it is that you sell and believing that you're better at this than than uh, anyone else in the marketplace. The third thing we see working are there hiring managers uh, who really focus um, on agents who are in growth or trouble mode. So, uh, so if you've done any of the ninja work, you, you hear this explains to agents as pain or pleasure. Uh, with recruiting, I like to use the terms growth and trouble uh, because they, I think they articulate really what most agents experience when they're, they're in a recruiting mode. Some of them get to a certain level, get stuck, uh, and they can't go to the next level. They're in a growth mode, uh, but they really need to change brokerages to do that. That typically happens at the two to three year point for successful agents, and that's when people are most vulnerable. We also see just by nature of how uh, real estate works and how people work and how offices work and managers work, there will always be a group of agents inside of your environment, inside of your marketplace who are in some kind of trouble. When I say trouble, uh, maybe their manager left, the, their, the support system that they were depending on has been taken away, or, or they're having some sort of personal crisis and they need to kind of reset. There's all different reasons that people get themselves into, quote, trouble, uh, but those are the people actually that are most vulnerable to leaving. There's, a, there's an old saying, uh, uh, an old saying, I don't know, a saying uh, in Silicon Valley that it's, oh, it's easier to sell uh, till aspirin uh, than it is vitamins, and uh, in Consumers tend to to go after those, how do I get rid of my pain sort of perspectives. I think there's probably something about human nature with agents as well for recruiting. So if you have to go one way or the other, I would go towards the pain part of it. Try to find people who are, uh, are in pain. Uh, 